0: Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious, I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the current RWA Women's Champion, Stacey Rose, how are you doing Stephen and Stacey?
1: Hi, are you alright? I'm not so bad, yourself?
0: Yeah, good. Um, Slowly you getting used to this lockdown business. But <laughs> week, yeah, week five, I think now.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think I'm losing track of the days, to be honest with you. but
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so, have you been like binging any series or anything you'd like to recommend? Or, <laughs>
1: um, well, I've just started watching Tiger King, but I think everyone's probably seen it already because I'm I'm usually pretty slow on getting to like popular Netflix series. But um, if anybody wants to watch something that to make them feel better about their own life, Tiger King. <laughs> at least you'll you'll definitely feel normal afterwards. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's really yeah. good. I've not listened, I've not watched it yet. A couple of wrestlers have recommended it. So. Let's <laughs> right, so start. Yeah, might as well start beginning here, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Uh,
1: my favourite growing up was The Rock. Yeah. Um, I think any kid who grew up in like the nineties, early noughties, would probably say the same thing. Um, because he is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. At the end of the day. Uh, something just draws you to him. Um, I was also really big on Team Extreme as well, though. Yes. Like the Hardy Boys. <laughs> Huge hard mark.
0: Yeah, I, think, I think, like <laughs> at least 80% of the people I've interviewed, their favourite wrestler was Jeff Hardy growing <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, Jeff Hardy was the one. <laughs> uh, he was the poster on my bedroom all. Yeah. So. And they had Lita as well, which for me, being a girl growing up, was like, you know, she was just different to everybody else.
0: Yeah, definitely. She, was, she was Yeah, unfortunately, I missed the Attitude Era. I stopped watching wrestling around 97. I went back and watched it now, but. Yeah. I, I don't really have to understand. Yeah, it before I think I else. just
1: missed the Attitude Era.
0: Yeah.
1: I just missed the Attitude Era, to be honest. It was more sort of McMahon Helmsley era by the time I started watching. I started watching around about towards the end of 1999.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Which was when like Stone Cold got hit by the car and Triple H interrupted Stephanie's wedding and all, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> what prompted you yeah. to dawn the tights and get into the ring?
1: So. Um, well, I'd been to um college to do my performing arts B tech. I was always into like performing and being on the stage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was a big wrestling fan. And I was getting to the end of that. I was getting like towards eighteen years old, and I knew I didn't want to go to uni to pursue performing arts at that time. And it was kind of like, okay, what do I do next? Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I don't, re- I don't remember any kind of trigger or anything, but it was a case of you know, let's just go for it. Let's see what happens.
0: Cool. So, how did you get involved with the RWA? So RWA,
1: um. I just happened to meet, there was somebody training there at the time called Terry. And I just happened to meet him as like through through another friend in like completely random social circumstances. Yes, yeah. And um, I got talking about like how I wanted to join a wrestling school. I was trying to like search who was nearby and stuff. And he, he just said like, oh, well, I go to this place in Roncorn. Um, why don't you come with me? And I think because I, I felt like, oh, well, then I know somebody be there, yeah. I was like okay I'll, I'll tag along and then um, yeah, that was in September 2007
0: uh, So was there a wrestler you wanted to like, mould your style around when you started training? Cool.
1: Well be, <laughs> being a hardy mark I always kind of like was really into the more sort of high flying you know,
0: yeah. that
1: kind of lucha based stuff, so I think in my head I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of what I want to go for. And that just didn't happen. <laughs> that just didn't <laughs> happen. I think everybody's built differently. And I think I learned the hard way that you have to be a certain type of agile to pull, pull off like a swanton bomb or any kind of flippy move.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I learned quite quickly that I was probably going to be more technical and map-based rather than a high-flyer.
0: Did you have an idea of what character you wanted to be when you started?
1: Um, yeah, it's all a vague memory now. Um, I was definitely an alternative kid. Uh, emo was very big when I was around about like sixteen. Very MySpace era. Two thousand
0: five, two thousand seven. So I think. MySpace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I was very much at the time, it was like, oh, I'm going to be like this edgy goth character that is definitely original. No one's ever done it before, when in fact, everyone had done it before. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't think I had too much of a character in mind, though, because I think I'd, I'd read in you know, wrestling books at that time and they'd all said like, oh, just be yourself, but turn it up to 11. So that's kind of what I intended to do at first. But at 18, I don't think you really know who you are.
0: No, definitely. So, um,
1: so at the time, yeah, I was very much like, oh, I'm just going to be a goth,
0: <laughs> but whatever. So how has the Stacey Rose character evolved over the years? Um,
1: Well, I kind of did that whole sort of gothy thing at first. Um. And back then I wasn't going by Stacy Rose. I was going by um, Savannah. Savannah. Some people yeah. remember that phase as Savannah. Yeah. And um, so I was managing uh, this guy, EJ King. Uh, he was in a faction, and we did the the whole, you know, oh well, we turn on him. Now you're a babyface, and I was I'm managing the heels now. And and um, it was I went off with a tag team called the A List. Yes. So their gimmick was very much based around... The inside joke was um, they were mates with a guy who'd been on Big Brother, (laughs) uh, Luke Marsden. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, oh, Luke's famous now. We're the A-list, haha. But uh, they kind of based their gimmick around that. So I thought, (laughs) well, if I'm going to be with the (laughs) A-list, I can't continue being this gothy character. So then she kind of became a bit more sort of z-list celebrity almost yeah Um. yeah and i did that for about i must have been with the a-list for about two years i think it's all such a vague memory now i was with them for about two years and then i started working with um sax at bwp mm-hmm.
0: yeah. with like
1: a completely different faction Um, and I think then I started going more into, back into sort of myself, if you like, which was sort of alternative again. Yes. But I think the character, to link the two, I think the character, she, I just kind of went down the whole, well, she's power hungry sort of thing. That's why she latches on to people like the A-list with the tag team champions and, um, uh, the faction I was part of in BWP, the brand, they were um, kind of like this uh, up the card, if you like.
0: Yeah. So
1: I think I just kind of took that whole, um, well, she wants power, and I kind of ran with that instead of focusing too much on the aesthetic. Yeah, I, see. Um,
0: I can see that. And
1: it's just kind of gone from there, really. Um. So
0: did you get... Now it a... it's kind of How's like... It? Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Go on. I was going to say, did you want to get into it to be a manager, or did you want to start get, be a wrestler? Um,
1: I started out wanting to be a wrestler. Um, and then like I had some issues in my twenties where I kind of stepped away from the ring. Yes. Um, every so often I'd get like the bug and then I'd like train for a bit and maybe wrestle for a bit and then I'd end up stepping away again. But um. Yeah, it was like you know that love of wrestling. I still wanted to be around it. I still wanted to be involved. So um, managing seemed like like a no brainer because you're still on the show. You're still performing, mm-hmm. and you're still required to have that knowledge of psychology. You're just not bumping around in well, ninety nine percent of the time you're not bumping around <laughs> in the ring. So cool. So,
0: so let, take us back so, to first. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, take oh, <coughs> take us back to your first match as a as a wrestler. So, what do you remember about it in hindsight? Was it any good? Did you <laughs> Did you go back and watch it again? Oh yeah. gosh,
1: I don't know if the footage of it even exists anymore. But it was a battle royal. Yeah. And looking back now, I don't I don't think I was ready for it. It wasn't like it wasn't on like. A show for paying customers. It was on like a matinee show that yeah. I think was like free to attend. And uh, Andy said to me, "said Do you want to be in this battle royal?" And you know, you're really eager to get out there. And you're like, I was just like, "Oh yeah, 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 I'll be in it." Yeah. And uh, I just don't think I knew what to do once I was in there. <laughs> like we had like bits of spots planned. But then outside of those spots, I'd just like crawl into a corner and I'd be like, "What do I do now?" <laughs> so I think I ended up getting eliminated fairly early on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in my uh, combat trousers and my black t-shirt that I had put um cut holes into myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm re- I'm very happy that footage, as far as I'm aware, does not exist.
0: <laughs> Right, so you're a member. You're currently, a member of the front line. So, could you tell us a bit about the history of the team and how did you meet Lance Rivera and Jack Sinclair?
1: Um, well, I originally met both Jack and Lance when RWA opened its um, second school in Winsford. Yes. Uh, that was in twenty fifteen, and um, they both signed up fairly quickly. I think Jack was there the first week. I think Lance joined the second. Um, so I was um, managing Matt Fox at that time yes and um, we thought we've got all these new guys coming in from through this Winsford school maybe if we had a faction we can get a few of them on and um, you don't need to have too many storylines going on at once to get all these people onto the shows yeah Um. so we ended up with Lance was one of the first members of the Fox pack to join. That yeah. was what the faction ended up being called Fox pack. And um, uh, we got Lance first and we had a couple of other guys. And then Jack came about, I want to say about six months later,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, maybe a little bit longer than that. And um, we rode that faction for a while. And then eventually you know, all good things come to an end, and we split off. And uh, I ended up with um, Jack and Lance as a tag team.
0: Right, cool. So, who have you been? So, some, yeah. Uh, who have you been? Some of your favourite feuds and matches you've had as a team.
1: Oh, um, I'm really a big fan of anything that Lance and Rabbit Riley do together. Yes. They just get each other in the ring. They just understand each other, and they bounce off each other. Um. Brian Adanson, Uh either with Jack Orland, he has really good matches with them. Um, although saying that, they tend to have good matches with just about anybody. So, um, but yeah, definitely Rabbit and Brian. I love working with them. Uh, the current feud that well we had going on before all this lockdown with them, um, Matt Fox and Gloria Moore as well. Yes, which it. is like a proper tag feud. Um, so you recently
0: lost yeah. the titles to so them, didn't you? So.
1: Say that again, sorry. You,
0: you lost the tag titles to Fox and Glorium.
1: Yeah, yeah, they lost the tag titles to um Fox and Glory. And Same night I won the women's championship, which is really sad because I wanted to be champions together. Yeah but oh. that's the way the cookie crumbles.
0: So if how long is it until you're the longest reigning women's champion, would it be?
1: Oh, it'd be a while, I yeah, thought. Right. Um, Jamie Sparks held the title for a very long time uh, during her reign, so I, I reckon that was probably about a year. So, she held it for about a year, maybe even longer than that.
0: Uh, so, got I've, got a, a, a I've proper, got a while,
1: but yeah. lockdown is helping. So, <laughs> so, that's the one silver lining out of all of this, is that I might get quite a lengthy title reign. That's a um, proper heel
0: thing to I'm say. Although I'm sure that yeah.
1: I'll, I'll yeah, I'm sure I'll defend it successfully though when we come back. Obviously,
0: but uh, I hear that um, Harry McKenney has recently joined the faction for outside R- RWA bookings.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we were booked on a wrestling show for um, we were booked for Just Fabulous last year, and Harry—the uh, one show we all worked together—Harry joined us. Yeah. Uh, that's the only time Harry's actually oh. ever been with us, as far as I know. Because um, yeah, I don't think he's been with Lance or Jack on anywhere else. So I think that is literally the one time he was in the front line. Oh, but okay. I think he's a he's a good fit. Uh, he's you know, so I'm not mad at the idea of him being part of the front line in the future. Um, as far as I see it now, he is he is a member. So.
0: It's yeah. exciting to you He's anyways. just not
1: always with right,
0: so them. Yeah was... <laughs> I mean Sorry go no, on No carry on I was going to I was going to ask a
1: different question I was just about to I was just about to say Because like Harry's got a lot of talent And I think he's going to have So much to offer He does have so much to offer um, But it, it's The same with Lance and Jack I feel like they this like th- they this like Brit rest secret
0: mm-hmm. That no one's
1: aware of And I think If people get onto them Like the three of them I think um, You know The future could be huge for them
0: Because Harry's only Is he 17 Or is he 18 yet He's
1: 17 oh, I so think he gonna, turns 18
0: this year Yeah he's going to be sick When he's um, 23 24
1: Yeah I mean you get to my age now And you see these people Who are like that age And they are already so good And you're just like I hate you so much For <laughs> being that good Oh,
0: yeah, the, uh, big futures ahead, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Alright, so I, this is why I usually ask where can people see in the near future, but as there's no wrestling, um, I thought I'd ask your mates submit some, some questions.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, Lily Alright, so, <laughs> yeah. so Lily Pruden asks, How is it wrestling Harley Hudson? And I hear she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, she would think that um, <laughs> uh, I really enjoy wrestling Harley Hudson uh, I do think we bounce off each other yeah. um, Both figuratively and literally In the ring um, Yeah, yeah, she's another one who, who I think everyone should be keeping an eye on uh, Harley Hudson um, Yeah, she's I really only, enjoy working with her she's only And I hope to work well, with she? her more
0: She's 17 Say as well that again, sorry? Is she only 17 as well? Or she's she's
1: 17, yeah. yeah Yeah, she's 17
0: yeah, she, I saw her at a yeah. uh, Just Fabulous show in the uh, end of January, beginning of February, which is against Alexis Falcon and Hannah yeah. Taylor. She, she did a great job in that match. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: Jackson Claire, your partner in Frontline, asks, um, how has, how have you reinvented your character since you started, we kind of covered that one? Um, who would be your dream opponent?
1: Ooh, um, he, he, um. What did he say about reinventing the character?
0: Is it how how have you reinvented your character since your first signing? But
1: oh, um, I just kind of winged it for a lot of it. <laughs> okay. I think. Um, I think you just. I think the, one of the important things when you're wrestling is to just almost go with the flow and let things happen organically. Because I think when things are forced, people can sort of sense it. So I think my character, as much as she is, very much a a bitchier side of me, if you like. Mm -hmm. um, As I've grown as a person, like I was 18 when I started, I'm 30 now. As I've sort of grown and matured, I think the character has as well. And I think as I've got more sure of who I am, like the character has got more sure of who she is. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the character evolution of Stacey Rose has been quite... Quite natural. Yes. Um. As for my who I want to wrestle, oh, who's the top of my list at the minute? Could this be anyone? Like anyone in the world?
0: Yes, yes. Um, He has said just in RWA.
1: Yeah, I'd really like to wrestle Hikaru Shida.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
1: I think she's probably my favourite at the minute. Like someday. <laughs> probably nowhere in the near future but someday
0: yeah she's my favourite uh, more
1: locally it? yeah more, more locally possibly Millie McKenzie oh that'd be cool off the Brit rest team that'd be really cool I think
0: yeah she seems like a lot of fun to wrestle so yeah, yeah. yeah she's one of my favourites we'll go Twitter. with those two <laughs> alright uh, Harry McKenney asks who's your favourite member of the front line <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! Um, I love all my boys equally. <laughs> That's the answer I'm going
0: with. Yes. <laughs> um, fantastic, Matt Fox. He says, uh, "Fox Pack, Frontline, or A List? What's What's better?"
1: All these loaded questions. Um, I have to say, as much as I appreciate my. F- my time with the a-list and with the fox pack and they've both been very important to me for for different reasons i think with the frontline now what i enjoy is that the three of us and and harry we're all very much on the same wavelength with wrestling and we all kind of think the same way yeah and i think it's the first time that there hasn't been like too many differences of opinion if you like so it's very it, it, it feels very easy do you know what i mean like yes. yeah. yeah we're very we very much think the same that's not to say we don't have different opinions on some things but it's just they're just it it just doesn't feel like work at <laughs> all working with them um, it literally just feels like having fun with your friends
0: oh cool and he asked, uh, any stories of your time working with Crater?
1: Oh, Crater, he is like, the... I don't know if you'll appreciate me saying this, being a monster <laughs> character, but he is the nicest guy. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met in wrestling. Mm. Um, yeah, I managed Crater as part of the brand, um, uh, the faction in BWP. Yes. Uh, many, many years is ago that now. When he was um... back
0: then, or was he
1: it was probably about between 2010 and 2012 I want to say yeah um yeah um yeah I always had a great time working with greater um I've got no bad memories at all um again someone who's just very easy to work with and like I say just like the nicest guy
0: he also asks what was it like starting to train at the same time as Zach Gibson
1: (laughs) um Oh, Gibson, Gibson started before me. Um, I don't know whether it was like a few months or a year, but he was definitely he was there before me at uh, RWA, and he was always going to be the guy. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like if there was if we were doing something new in training, he, he just knew how to do it, and um, he just wanted knowledge. From what I remember, it's been a long time since I've seen, seen Zach and. Yes, But from what I remember, he just wanted knowledge. And he was constantly, like, just... Work, he just used to work so hard. And he was just so naturally talented. And he was definitely... There's always that one guy in the room where you're like, if anyone's going to make it big, it's going to be him. and And he did. And, you know, and he was a lot of fun to be around as well. He didn't take things too seriously. He was always... A lot of fun to be around. But
0: yeah. Yeah, he's he's just Yeah. He instantly gets your attention as soon as he walks into onto any show. So.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um that's uh, i I think this is the last one for Matt. Uh, any horror stories of working with sexist pros over the years? Ooh, um <laughs> I wouldn't
1: say horror stories so much, not compared to like some of the stories you do hear. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've probably been quite lucky in, in that area. Uh, I've definitely clashed with a few people who um, have clearly been uh, misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one guy who, when I was working for BWP, even though I was just managing, Saks so asked me, he was like, Oh, we're doing a rumble tonight do you want to be in it so i just kind of went yeah sure but um so i had this like vest on that was like cut down the back you know just kind of like rock and roll style yeah so like my bra strap was on show and this fella kept threatening when we were backstage talking about this rumble he was like i'm gonna undo your bra in the ring i'm gonna undo your bra in the ring and i know he probably didn't see it as like a big deal yeah he was probably just trying to banter well, things like that, it just kind of makes you nervous because it's like, well, what if you do do that thinking that it's funny? Yes. And then it's awkward oh, for me. Yeah. Um, but he didn't do it, and, you know, I got eliminated fairly early on anyway, not oh. really being a wrestler at that time. Um, the one incident that does stick in my head was when... Um, I'm going to try and keep this guy anonymous. But um, so it was at the end of the A-list, sort of like towards the end of the A-list. Yeah. Um, this other fella had joined us, so it was more like a, a faction, because I somehow always end up in factions. <laughs> um, and then we turned on AC Cage. So he was, this was AC Cage's first retirement match, so it was kind of like a big deal to like us at RWA. And I was taking this big bump. Off cage because you know, heel manager getting their comeuppance and it was his blow off match, and you know, send the crowd in happy and all the rest. So, I was taking this, this, I was taking his finisher, and um, the other, this other fella who joined us had asked me to take a bump off the apron earlier in the night.
0: Yeah,
1: and I said uh, no, I said no because I was like, I'm taking this bump the cage if I if I take this bump off the apron. It's going to take away from that moment because I've already done it. And, you know, this is Cage's last hurrah. It kind of needs to be. And, and I was like, that's all I said to him. I, was, I wasn't mad about it. I just said, you know, no, and here's why. Um, and he got so hot about it. And oh, he was, man. like, shouting at me. And I don't remember everything that he, he was shouting at me. But the one thing that, he, that did stick in my mind that he said to me was, And you wonder why nobody respects managers.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And I remember standing there and being like, as if you've just said that because I said no to your bum. Whether that has anything to do with me being a woman or whether that was just him spitting his dummy out and he just said it to a guy as well, I don't know. Wow. But it came off as very, like, yeah. So that's probably the worst one, probably. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I
1: think in those situations you have just got to stick to your guns and stand up for yourself. Yeah, definitely. And yeah.
0: Uh, Brian Adenson asks goals and ambitions in RWA, and who are you looking forward to wrestling?
1: Ooh, um. Well, up until February, my main goal was to win the women's belt, but I have that now. So, um. I think it'd be nice to wrestle for the NXL belt. Oh, yes. Because why not? I mean, if I'm going to... Yeah, why not? Um, and if I was wrestling for the NXL belt, that pretty much opens up the entire roster to wrestle. Um, obviously, I always work, enjoy working with Harley Hudson and Kimmy Goldwing whenever she's back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what? I wouldn't mind a scrap with Bry. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I know we we both watch a lot of the same like wrestling, so yeah, I think that'd be a fun one. Or even wrestling like Lance or Jack would be fun, but I obviously don't wanna I don't wanna turn on them. No. So. <laughs> yeah, um, or actually, me and me and Lance had an intergender tag match with um, Harley and Rabbit Riley.
0: Yeah,
1: for b w a um, I enjoyed that so maybe maybe working with Rabid Riley as well oh that would be great maybe the possibilities are endless
0: uh, Crash from the Arcade asks um, how did you uh, how did you look back on your time away from the ring and what persuaded you to come back
1: Um, I try not to look back on it with, with too much regret um, because I'm very much like everything happens for a reason Yeah. Um, And I think you know, being a manager, and you know, things like that incident I was talking about before. You know, it. it, I think it does build your character just in general as a person. Um, there there is a little part of me that's like you know, like like I say, I'm I'm a bit older now, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should have done this when I was younger. Um, but like I say, everything happens for a reason. Um, as for starting wrestling again. I just had a mad burst of inspiration last year, maybe it was because I was turning 30. I yes. don't know, maybe I panicked, but um, yeah, I was just, just like do you know what let's just let's just give it another go and see what happens and over a year later i'm still I'm still wrestling,
0: so oh, brilliant. uh, I think this is the last yeah. one, so Matt's asking another question, so um, tell the tale of meeting Johnny Saints in Elsmereport. Port.
1: Oh, Johnny Saint. Yeah, that, I've just recently shared a picture of that um, on Instagram. It was just ten years ago now, which oh, wow. is absolutely crazy. But um, yeah, there was a wrestling show. Uh, it was in Civic Hall in Ellesmere Port. and Johnny Saint was announced for it. He was wrestling a, a wrestler, a guy from Ellesmere Port called Buddy Ward. Yeah. Who he must have been in his nineties at the time. Um. Yeah, he was about easy in his nineties. But it was it was this kind of like, you know, this guy from Ellsman Port Wrestling was probably gonna be his last match. Yes. Um we were like, Oh, Johnny Saint, why don't we go? So I went down with um uh with Andy and a couple of others. And um we were we were watching the show and this fella um this this fella got talking to Andy and it turns out the fella is John Kenny, Gypsy John John Kenny. Yeah. And um, he got talking to Andy. Andy must have said about running a wrestling school and us being wrestlers and stuff. And uh, he invited us backstage, and we met Johnny Saint. There he Thank was you. in the changing rooms. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I get—I don't really remember too much. I get really shy when I kind of meet people for the first time, so yes. I didn't really say too much. But um, the guys had a good chinwag with him, and he was—he was really, you know, nice and polite and stuff. Very friendly. Um. Yeah, and I think he he ended up coming to RWA to do a seminar at some point. So, oh,
0: brilliant! Yeah, he he seems like a really nice guy from the interviews <laughs> I've heard of him. So. So. That's. Do that again, sorry. I say he seems like a really nice guy from the interviews I've heard of Johnny Saints.
1: Oh yeah, the couple of times I've met him, he's he's always been really a really nice guy. So,
0: yeah. Oh, lovely! So, um, before we go, do you want to promote your social media? Uh,
1: yes, I'm on Instagram at I am Stacy Rose. Um, on Twitter, at Stacy Rose, and I have a Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash I am Stacy Rose.
0: Cool. Um, all in all, one word. Yeah, I put all the links in the description below the interview. And a huge thanks to all the RWA wrestlers for sending in questions. I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. A, <laughs> I really enjoyed speaking today I'd love to have you on again in the future
1: yeah yeah anytime man just let me know
0: cool all right, um, any chance you could do a quick promo so, like this is Stacey Rose and you're listening to Broken But Glorious yeah is that
1: literally all
0: you want me to say Oh, wrestler it up <laughs> that's, that's, it's up to you something along those lines yeah. so. Okay, dokie. It's still recording, so whenever you're ready. Just whenever, yeah.
1: Yeah. You what?
0: Yes, it's still... Just say right whenever, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 Hi, this is RWA Women's Champion, Stacey Rose, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious.
0: <coughs> Brilliant thing. That was brilliant, you okay? thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh yeah, i just got to just tickle my throat. <laughs> that was really fun, thank you. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that,
1: thanks
0: man. <laughs> um, Lance was saying to get all of you on and do something the of you. Like that. Yeah, so,
1: that'd be really cool. I,
0: don't know. I, I bet we could do a quiz or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll think of something fun. I'm I'm i talking to Lance tonight. He's he's appearing on our show. Ah, so,
1: um... uh, okay, very cool. Yeah, something like that would, would be fun. Maybe we could even get Harry on as well.
0: Yeah, just, that, you said get Harry. You said Harry's up for doing it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. Do you ever want to do it? Just let me know. Yeah, I'll be doing. I'll think of something, and I'll let it, let you all know.
1: Okie dokey. Hey,
0: cool. Um, okay, I'll let you get back to your day and I'll let you know when it's getting released alright, okay, cool
1: cheers mum
0: Okay, I'll speak to you again soon, thank you
1: yes, be soon, take care bye